Welcome to Endure the Fire. This is your host, Andrew Fultz. My hope is today you will leave motivated, equipped, and encouraged to endure the fire that you're facing today in your life. Thank you for joining. Let's jump right on in. Hello, everybody. This is Andrew with Endure the Fire. We appreciate everybody that has tuned in to another episode. I've got Kayla here with me again. Hi, everybody. For part three of our miracle, we uh, we hope it's been a blessing to you over the last two episodes. We appreciate you tuning in so much. We've enjoyed um, just sharing what uh, God has done in our life, and um, and we've had a lot of response from it. So we really, really appreciate each and every one of you reaching out. It's it's been encouragement to us. So on our last episode, uh, we we left off. Um, we was in the part of the story where we was in January of, of 2023 this year, and we had came to the point where um, they had pretty much, um, well, of course, they had told us uh, that pretty much IVF would be our only hope uh, of ever biologically having children, and um, but we never just could feel satisfied that that was the direction that the Lord wanted us to go. So, uh, as we talked about in the last episode, we was uh, at a doctor's appointment, uh, and they had actually gave us a, referred us to another place uh, in Knoxville, and and we just, it worked out just as it did with Kayla's back when the Lord healed her. We decided that, you know, if, if the Lord had promised us a child, which we knew that he had, and um, and if he wanted us to do the IVF, you know, maybe if it was just us ourselves knocking us out of it, he would make the way. So this is sort of that's sort of where we are in the story now. <clears throat> and basically, it was all turned over to the Lord. Lord, if you want us to go in that direction, um, Lord, you've got to make the way. But if not, we're, we're just going to trust in you. We're going to let you have um, your way. Yeah. So, um, so from there, basically, we just. You know, we just started on our journey, just trusting in the Lord, and it was a uh, it was a very odd journey because uh, during the first first you know years, um, you know, the Lord would send us promises. We would receive prophecy. Um, I would have uh, those uh, spiritual dreams that I've spoke about, and you know, we would go a little bit of time, but then we would get reassured that, you know, the Lord was going to move and, and, and we would get uplifted and encouraged again and, you know, we would have another promise to hold on to. Yeah. But, um, and, and Kayla can agree with me, from January on for probably seven, eight months of this year, it was as if heaven was silent mm-hmm. um, concerning this matter. And, and I mean, we would get in wonderful Holy Ghost filled services. Um, I mean, we would get in powerful moves of God, uh, revival services. I mean, it great and great opportunity for the Lord to come by and give us another promise, uh, you know, give us strength to go another mile. But it, I mean, this is just how it felt to me personally. And, and Kayla may be different, but to me, it, it was as if, with this situation, heaven was silent. It was like nothing. 
the Lord wasn't telling me nothing. The Lord wasn't telling her nothing. It was just silence on this matter. Yeah. And but, you know, we can read throughout the Bible, and and you know, we've known, you know, with past experiences, past you know situations we've been in. Just when heaven goes silent, you know, as I'm saying, that's not always a bad thing. Um, that that doesn't mean that God has failed, God has lied, God has died, or nothing like that. Because here's the thing about the Lord, and, and I found this verse. Um, when we get a promise from the Lord, uh, and you can look it up in, in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, uh, Isaiah said, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Now, we use that scripture a lot, and we uh, we talk about it. And it's a very popular verse. But when we get in that waiting season, a lot of time our flesh ain't used to that. Um, we're in a society now that we get everything at, at pretty much the snap of a finger. Uh, if we want to eat, it's there. If we want to go somewhere, it's there. We don't, I mean, we don't have to wait on nothing hardly in this life anymore, and we're not used to it. So, but, you know, and, and we're, we're human. So those first, that seven, eight months that I'm talking about, it was odd. I, I mean, it was really odd. You know, we would go to church, and maybe we would even talk, uh, before service or something, say, well, we, you know, hope we hear something from the Holy Ghost um, concerning the baby, and then it'd be nothing. Yeah. It would be nothing. <clears throat> but as we got closer to September, that was our turnaround month. When we got to September, um, it, it was very odd. Um, we was at church on a Sunday. I believe it was a Sunday, maybe Wednesday. I can't remember now. And out of nowhere... Um, I, I received prophecy again. And all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost came to me. And um, a, as before the years passed, the Holy Ghost spoke and said, there's a holy sign of coming. There's a holy sign of coming. And I thought, okay. You know, because I, I knew what the holy sign was that was coming. So I, I knew it was the baby. But why now? Why what was the purpose? You know, I hadn't heard from heaven about this situation in months. Um, you know, I knew it was coming. Uh, I knew that the baby was coming. You know, I, I didn't realize. I, I thought, you know, what what's the purpose of this prophecy now? Um, but then as the prophecy kept going, the Holy Ghost spoke and said, I've seen how you've uh, had trouble after trouble. And that began to later on thinking about that prophecy that began to bring up you know as I maybe shared in past uh, episodes how the Lord showed us before we ever went on the fertility journey that uh, you know we was going to have a great battle ahead we was going to you know go through a lot of things and and I, I didn't even realize everything that the you know prophecy was saying and it was all linking together now this was about two weeks before we got our um positive uh, pregnancy test and you know so me and Kayla we went on talking uh, you know those couple of weeks and you know we just kind of took back you know uh, we received the promise again and and the odd thing was uh, for a long time I mean every 
every time that we would get to the point where we could test, um, it would definitely look like this was it. It would look like the signs was all pointing that, hey, this is this is going to be the uh, positive. The promise is here. And then we would always, as they say, we would get shot down time after time after time. <clears throat> but it, in September, so let's just fast forward to September, it was different. I mean, there was no... There was no signs that really that she was pregnant. I mean, it was a pretty much definite. This wasn't it. And and I'll be honest. In in my mind, I was I was sort of confused. I, I even I remember telling her we was on the, our front porch, and I remember telling her I said, Caleb, I said I'll just be honest with you. And I feel like on this podcast we can just be honest and and, and human because I want I want people to realize. Um, you know, a lot of times when people's talking about their testimony, this and that, it seems like there's a tendency to, you know, how holy and how tough and how brave and all that they were. But I want to I want to be real with you. I want you to realize that, you know, I know what it's like to be human. So, you know, I was there on the front porch and I basically told her, I said, I said, Kayla, if this is not, um, if this isn't the month that you are pregnant, yeah. I said, and, and and she, I guess, agreed with me. I don't know. She may add a little bit to this. But I said, I don't understand why that the Holy Ghost would have told us that. I said, I already believe the promise is coming. I didn't need any reassurance. I knew it. It was rooted and grounded down in my heart. You know, I, I told her, I said, listen, I said, if I said there's no way I can leave this world unto the promise comes. I know what God has showed me. I know what's coming. But I said, I, I don't understand why why we would receive this from the Holy Ghost if yeah. this is not it. And at this point we did we pretty much knew like we I wasn't pregnant, I think, at this point. Yeah, we it was definite. And you know, I and you all know how it is if if you've been on this journey before, you know how disappointing month after month after month that is. Uh, and 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 you sort of got to look at it too on our side. If you're any bit familiar with you know our ministry and church, you know we see a lot of miracles. We see a lot of answered prayers. We we minister to people. Uh, we pray for people. Preach to people. We sing to people. Testify to people. And you know we have seen so much over the years. These eleven years uh, of ministry together. And, you know, every time that we're, you know, we get the no, you know, the enemy jumps on that a lot of times and says, you know, that's a that's a slap in the face to you. You help all these people. You pray for all these people. And, you know, they're getting help and they're getting blessed. And then, boom, there you are. You're getting defeated. And so there we, we sort of was. And, you know, I... I, at this point, I'd pretty much prepared myself. I, I knew this wasn't, you know, the month we was going to be pregnant. And I tried to, you know, kind of prepare Kayla, too, on that, you know, this ain't it. Uh, but we just couldn't understand, you know, why why else would the Holy Ghost speak? Uh, but just going on fast forward about another week into it, uh, we had had a brother that uh, he had called me months before. And he had told me, he said, he said, uh, Andrew, he said, uh, I've had your church on my mind. He said, I, I don't know what it is. Uh, he said, I want to come. And I was excited. I knew him for years. 
and uh, I was expecting great things. Uh, we went ahead and we scheduled revival, I think maybe months back, and uh, oh, it was, it was going to be great. You know, we knew it was going to be great. Uh, but then all of a sudden, things begin to come up, <clears throat> and every time we would try to schedule, we had actually canceled the first revival. Um, and then again, I think it was one or two more times we would schedule it, and then something would knock it out. And it was just, it was so odd we couldn't figure it out, um, you know, because, you know, on our end, we was we was excited. I knew he was a good brother in the Lord, and we just couldn't figure it out. And he, he got a hold of me again. He said, uh, he said, I still got you on my mind. I, he said, I can't get it off. And uh, he said, you know, let's, uh, I want to keep coming. And the funny thing is, and I, you know, this was just a personal desire of mine. You know, we had waited for so long with this miracle um, and, you know, this was, you know, between me and Kayla and the Lord, nobody knew it. You know, my little personal desire, I wanted somebody to actually come out of state. This was just a little thought I had on me. I thought I would sure love for somebody just to walk through that door at church and, you know, the Lord just reveal it out, just reveal it out. It's coming. And, uh, you know, nobody knowed, you know, it was just, I just, I don't know, in my mind, I thought that would be awesome. So we, um, we scheduled we scheduled this brother to come, and and to be honest, we had it for a Friday and a Saturday. Um, we had to call off, I think, the Friday night of it, uh, or however it happened, and we had one night left that we could do the service, and I thought that we was, something else even happened. I thought we was going to have to cancel it again, and um, but I, I thought actually the the good thing about it you know, I was, I was talking to Kayla. I said, I'm afraid we're going to have to cancel it. And uh, we kept on and kept on. And um, it it just, thank God it worked out. And we was able to have the service. And uh, the service, it was a good service, wasn't yeah. it? Um, the Holy Ghost moved great. People was getting help. Um, and then the brother, he finally got up and, and got to preach. And as he was preaching, he was, he was preaching uh, about uh, praying and uh, about prayer. And it was basically, uh, I'd actually done a podcast, one of our former, I think, second podcast maybe about prayer. It was just like a couple days later, uh, and it was almost the same thing as the podcast was. And, uh, you know, I wasn't really expecting, you know, nothing shortly about our situation. Uh, and I was just loving it, how the Lord was linking everything up. Um, but down deep, you know, I was sort of, I was sort of down and disappointed as well because, uh, you know, I thought, well, you know, here's another time we didn't get our miracle. And, you know, he's he's preaching about prayer and how God's going to move and all that. Um, you know, and flesh and my mind was sort of working together. And then all of a sudden, in his preaching, I mean, he's going great and doing great. He, he gets up, and I think he gets on the altar, if I remember right. And, and how did he say it, Kelly? He said, he said, I've got to say this by the unction of the uh, of the holy ghost he said the lord wants me to tell somebody that what you've been praying about don't give up he said because it's closer than what you think and you know what my first and i don't know what kayla thought but my first little thought was man you know that's that's not us that's that's not us this time that's not our promise I thought that it would be for somebody else or yeah. 
I mean, maybe even next month, maybe that's what everything was just lining up for next month for us to find out we were pregnant or just however, but I wasn't expecting it for them. Yeah, yeah, and that's, and you know, I'm, you know, I felt sorry for Kayla, I felt, you know, sorry for myself, um, but when he said that, you know, it didn't even ever cross my mind that I literally had been wanting something like that to happen. I literally had, had wanted and desired, you know, the man of God to come from out of state and basically reveal it out in front of the church. And and see, that's why you, you can't, you know, listen to the devil when he when he's talking to you. And you, you can't rely on flesh because if I had put peace and peace together, well, I'd probably been really fired up that night because it was all lining up. Um, and then so after that service, that was a Saturday night, uh, let's fast forward to Wednesday. Uh, well, let's fast forward to Wednesday. So, uh, of course, Wednesday is our, our regular service uh, at our church. And and so we would just, you know, the day was just basically going as, as usual. I was working and I uh, work a lot from home. And so I was just working and, and I knew Kayla was supposed to... Uh, you know, take a test. I think we had made our mind up probably just wait till Friday uh, to maybe test or over the weekend. Um, you know, our hopes weren't too high. Um, but for some reason, she went ahead and took took her pregnancy test on that Wednesday before church of all things. Um, you know, that was a risk in itself. You always want to go to church with a good mindset, uh, mindset to be a help and to get help. So she went ahead and took the test, and I was at work, didn't know she had took the test. And here she comes uh, to the office I work in, and she just standing. Well, before that, what, what was your mindset? Well, I was going to wait. <laughs> I wanted to plan something like, I don't know, video stuff, but I just couldn't wait. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't... I I couldn't avoid it. I mean, I I've told him before. I now I'm I'm not as patient as you know with something like that as she is. She can she can wait it out most of the time. Now I couldn't. She's stronger than me than that. Uh, but so so here I am at, still working at the office, and she shows up to the door and it's a little bit open and she comes around and and you know she likes to prank with me and and get me going and this that and the other and uh, I guess just try to. Sometimes just get on my nerves, I think. Aggravate, yeah. Yeah, it gets me worked up. And then all of a sudden she's she's got a little something that looked like I don't I don't even know what it looked like at first. She just barely brought it oh around the door and she had this one of her smiles that would look like she just tricking and, and trying to aggravate and all that. And I was like, what are you doing? I, I was on the phones, and I couldn't really say much. I just happened to kind of mouth it out. And so she kept getting the test. It was actually the test. And she was little by little bringing it out where I could see it. And it looked like a bottle lid or something. I'm like, what is that? And so she finally brings it out, and it's the test. And uh, and then she, what did you do, show me the positive? Mm-hmm, I think so. Yeah, when I saw her face, I'm like, that's not a positive face. You know, I thought she, I would have just imagined, you know, she'd been crying or she would have been uh, screaming or, 
but she just kind of held that face there and boom, it's two red lines. And I'm like, this is what I think I said to her. I said, that is a sick joke. I mean, you know, we've waited all this time. We've went through all of this struggle and you're going to play a trick on me that we've got a positive test. I'm like, what are you doing? Why, why would you, what's in your mind that you would do anybody like that? And, and she's like, no, it's real. And here I am, has been believing God for a promise. And I've been believing God so strong. I, I, you couldn't have convinced me that it wasn't going to come. And then boom, the two red lines is right in front of my face. And I'm here, I can't even believe it. I, I'm sure you were shocked when you saw them too, right? Yeah. I wanted to wait, but I just couldn't wait. Yeah, she she was wanting to wait to uh, to uh, show something. Yeah, to do like a video and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And so so we couldn't do that, uh, or she couldn't wait. So uh, which I'm glad she did, and I wouldn't. I would have rather she just went ahead uh, straight and and done that for me. Uh, just no, I did not want to wait. I I'd probably say that day, but I still wanted to like do something, video or something. No, I want to know. I want to <laughs> know. I don't. I mean that. Yeah, that would have been great memories to see the video of me seeing it, and and I'm sure the child would love that later on. But I guess I'm just selfish. I want to know right then and there mm -hmm. all about it. So here we are. We got church that night, and uh, we actually. Soon as we about found out, um, we actually went going to pray for somebody, and here we are. We're with this secret. We know that we know she's pregnant, and so you know we went uh, prayed for somebody. Then we went on to church, didn't tell nobody. Went and had church. Nobody knew. Um, I can't even remember if I preached that night. I, I mean, before I left, I was like, "Gosh, Lee, I'm about to pass out and everything." You know, this, I've been waiting on this for a long time. Um, so we went on to church. Nobody still knows anything about it. Um, I can't remember what happened at church, um, all of it. So um, <clears throat> we kept going, and then fin finally, uh, it was Friday of that week, right? Yeah. We went and the to the doctor just to confirm everything, and um, mm -hmm. we got there, and it was so odd. I mean, you know, we'd had all those appointments, uh, with the fertility doctors and and all that, but it was so odd to be going and for her actually being pregnant, mm -hmm. and that was it, it, it's so odd when when you know you've had a promise for so long, even if you believe it with your whole heart, when it finally happens, to me it's one of the oddest feelings ever was because it's there you've got it. And uh, that was, and, and that doctor visit, that was probably the longest we've ever had to wait uh, on a doctor to come in. I thought they'd forgot about us, to be honest. And so we went. Uh, of course, they confirmed everything. Uh, and then after that, uh, we started little by little uh, to begin to tell everybody that weekend. Uh, and it was, um, it was just so exciting. So that's basically uh, a lot of her story that we um, 
so far to this point, and uh, you've probably seen updates uh, by now. Everything uh, is going uh, good. We actually had a uh, another doctor appointment today, and everything so far, by the grace of God, is is going good. We are we're so excited. But now we want to make sure that uh, we tell you to be encouraged. You know, there's a lot of people out there. You story about our miracle, just one of our miracles. Um, Throughout our life, uh, God, we have found that He is, as as long as we are faithful to Him, He uh, He He'll always be faithful to us. And you may say, Well, Andrew, what you know, good. You all got a miracle. You all got a uh, blessing from the Lord. We see that in your all's life, time after time. What does that do for me? See, here's the thing about God. Um, God didn't pick us. To give us a miracle because we was anything greater than you. God didn't pick us to uh, give a miracle because he loved us more than he did you. Now, sure, we do we try to live faithful to him? Absolutely. Do we try to work for him? Absolutely. But here's the good thing about God. He loves everybody just as much as he would me, uh, my wife, or any other preacher, their wife, or whoever. If we will live according to his word, We've got the promises of God on our side. And I love the scripture that says, if God is for us, who can be against us? Uh, another scripture said, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So what does this miracle have to do with you and your life and your circumstance? Let me give you a couple of scriptures before I um, leave you with this episode. First one is in Isaiah 41.10. The Bible said, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Another scripture, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Another scripture, Isaiah 43, 2, says, When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee, and through the rivers they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Listen, you, I know that uh, no doubt there's many of you that's listening uh, to these three episodes. You're, you've went through a rough time in your, your life. You've had a lot of rejection. You've had a lot of heartache and, and trouble and worry yourself. Listen, don't throw in the towel. If God has made you a promise, you hold on to that promise with everything in you. Sure, there's going to be times that appears you're walking through the fire. Sometimes it, it feels like you're uh, walking through the flood. It's never going to happen. You're forsaken. It's never going to come to pass. But listen, God is faithful. God will do exactly what he said he would do so we appreciate you all so much be encouraged and we we're excited to hear about your miracles as well